Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Father, we thank you for America. Father, we thank you for our nation. We thank you for the world. We thank you, Father, that you're the king of all of it. And Father, I thank you that the church's position in the earth is to stand in the gap for the world, for not just America, but for everyone, every person on the face of the earth. Father, we thank you. We have a responsibility, and we're in a great series learning about the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us and helping us, making sure that not only can you bless America, but you can bless the world. We need you. We've got to follow you, and we've got to have you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and everybody said amen. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Listen, guys, I am, I am so excited about this, um, this season to be with you guys. Um, I really, really, I love teaching about faith and things that, you know, really um, are in your, I don't know, maybe your skill set, you know, certain things you're, you, you have. I love the word of God, but certain things you have more passions about. You know, you just, God's called you to teach on these things, you know. Um, I think, um, you know, there's a couple subjects that God's given us. You know, nobody's the authority on anything, but you've got a little bit more insight on it. And one of the things that's really blessed me, of course, besides faith, has been your life with the Holy Spirit. Because I didn't grow up in church. I didn't know, like I told you, I was, I was serious. Like, I didn't know nothing about this stuff. When I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I didn't even know what was happening, I didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. I didn't even know you could be born again. I didn't know nothing. So when if you got the guy, you got the right guy. <laughs> you're in the right place with the right guy. If you're like, what in the world is going on? Uh, I'm, I'm the guy that can help you get there because I didn't understand any of this church stuff. I remember opening the Bible you know, when it comes in the plastic wrap. You know, I remember getting one and thinking, my God in heaven, I don't know if I ever read a book this big in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what in the heaven is this? I remember reading the book of Job. I said, my dad's going to love this book. Every, he thinks everybody should have a job. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, whose job? They said, Job. They mean no Job. I said, well, it says Job in the Bible. I didn't know none of this stuff, man. You know, I thought Malachi was an Italian prophet. You know what I mean? Who's, who's Malachi? I said, no, it's Ma- Malachi. I said, all right, we'll praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what is going on in here? And I, and I started this journey with God thinking this is, this is comical, God, because I don't understand anything about this. But your journey with God starts the moment he comes into your life. But I don't want you to get like, see, knowledge is power. You know what I'm saying? When you don't, you're like, I don't know, I don't understand. Look, man, there's a lot of stuff with the Holy Spirit that you don't understand. Apostle Paul said, to your understanding is going to be unfruitful, meaning there's some things about this stuff you're just going to have to believe by faith. Does that make sense? The whole book from Genesis to Revelation is faith. So why we start understanding stuff now, going like, I got to understand it. No, just trust it and know that if we show you some stuff in the Word of God, it might challenge you to stretch your capacity, but guess what? It's the best thing in the world for you. So I want you to look at this because I really want you to notice it's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to just dive in it. We'll have some questions. We'll have some stuff. We're not going to go real deep today, but I just want to get the ball rolling. So just go to Acts chapter 1. But I believe this without a shadow of a doubt that the Holy Spirit is the most misunderstood person of the Trinity. God the Father has been explained. God through Jesus the Son. We have a greater understanding. But God in the person of the Holy Spirit. Now you got to get into three 
part spirit of man, the triune God. So let's just break it down and make it simple. What is the triune God all about? Oh, it's three entities and one. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, you cannot really explain the Trinity. You have to believe the Trinity. You know what I'm saying? Like, how am I going to explain to you about Mary's virgin birth? Come on, man. You need faith. You need faith in the miracles of God. You need faith in the assignment of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. All the same power, anointing, all, all locked in each and every one with three different persons and their responsibilities of how they respond to man. I believe this. God, where's God the Father right now? He's in heaven. Where's Jesus? Seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. But where's the Holy Spirit? He's with you in the earth. See, now I believe this. This is my, I'm not coming, I'm not going to, I don't preach my opinions, never have, never will. But I have an insight with this. If God the Father and God Jesus is in heaven and the Holy Spirit's in the earth, then the greatest place of relationship for the Holy Spirit with me and you is in the earth. Jesus is getting ready to leave, and we're going to read it in a minute. And he says, I'm leaving. And the disciples are looking, I'm like, where are you going? We need you. No, you don't need me as much as you think you need him. Because I can't go with you where you go. I can only be here. If I'm in Jerusalem, I can't be in Judea. If I'm in Judea, I can't be in Smyrna. If I, I can't be everywhere. But if he goes, he's going to come live in you, and he can go home with you. So this is what it means. He could be with you in Port Orange and me in Ormond Beach. He could be with you in Orlando and you in Chicago. He could be you. He could be everywhere. And not only is he going to be with you, he's not in the building. You're the building. I'm coming to move in. Personally getting involved in your life. See, nobody knows you better than the Holy Ghost. Nobody knows what you're feeling. You can't can't outthink him because he's in you. So this is what happens. And this is what the church did. Church got weird. I'm not going to say it didn't. Not this church. But, you know, some of you went, it was weird. Tell the truth. Don't raise your hand. You won't get in trouble. I'm already going to timeout when I get to heaven. So just, you don't have to go with me. I'm going to go there. They're going to be like, Jesus is going to be like, look, you need to go to timeout. Some of the stuff you said in the earth, I got to fix. I'm just going to be happy to be there, okay? And some of you are too, so stop trying to lie in church because we know it's true, all right? So just be happy you're with me in time out. You understand what I'm saying. You went to church. It was weird, man. It was goofy. It was kind of crazy. It was off the wall, right? Remember when you went to church? They stuck a mic in your face. You ever been there? Anybody been there? Raise your hand if you've been there, kind of like, you know, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, y'all know what I'm saying. Like, everybody's praying in the Spirit. Like, hey, you pray in the Spirit. Like, I don't want to be here, man. I want to go home. I don't like this place, you know what I mean? Or somebody, you know what, see, some of you don't even want to raise your hand in church. You know what I'm saying. You went in, they were hanging off the chandeliers, and there wasn't chandeliers in the church, and you're like, this is crazy. I don't get it, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, you're scared, but you don't want to be the person that's scared, and that's why you never went back. Amen, hallelujah. Come on, so we're going to lose all that nonsense of stuff that was, listen, if it was God, it's God. You understand what I'm saying. We, we believe in manifestations, but we don't, we're not going to get off the wall. I want to make it simple so you get it. Once you get it, you got it, you go. Look what it says in Acts chapter 1. This is what we're going to look at. Let's see what the Bible says, right? He said this. He said, this is what he was saying. Jesus was beginning to teach and do some stuff, and he's getting ready to go. And look what he says here. Because until the day in which I was taken up, after that, through the Holy Ghost, he gave commandments unto the apostles who he chose. This was saying, he's getting ready for the ascension. 
He showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible truths, being seen 40 days and speaking things pertaining to the kingdom. And being assembled together, he told them, he said, wait for the promise of the Father, which you've heard of me. Look at verse 5. He says, for John verily baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days. And now he steps into his ascension. When they were therefore come together, he asked, saying, Lord, is this the day you're going to restore your kingdom? He goes, no, it's not for you to know the times and the season. That's in the power of my Father's hand. But this is what I want you to know. When Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and shall be witnesses of me in Judea, in Jerusalem, Judea, Smyrna, and the uttermost parts of the earth. So Jesus is getting ready to leave the earth, guys. Right? And I don't know about you, but if I'm getting ready to leave the earth, I'm going to be leaving the people I love with the greatest message I can leave them with. He's getting ready to leave. He ain't coming back. Next time he comes back, it's over. He knows this. Jesus. He knows once I'm getting ready to go up, I'm not coming back down until it's over. So he's getting ready to go. And in the ascension, he says this. He says, I'm going, but you need to wait for the Holy Spirit Because it's good for me to go because what I'm getting to give you is the power you've been looking for in life. In Acts 1 and 8, what you understand is this. He said, and you shall receive power. Woo! Now listen to this. This is what you need to overcome. Now what kind of power? Dunamis, miracle, work, and power. It's the power to change your life. It's the power to live the Christian life. It's not just the power to do the gifts because you got to understand something. He's a person. When you read in Galatians chapter five, the fruit of the spirit, and he says, he, the fruit of the spirit is love. Well, what spirit do you think he's talking about? He's talking about the Holy Spirit. So when he says, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, Galatians 5, 22, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, fruit of the Spirit. That's who he is. The gifts of the Spirit, that's what he does. Word of wisdom, working of miracles, gifts of prophecy, tongues and interpretation. Those are the actions. The fruit is who he is because he's a person. You see it? So what is he going to do? He's going to give me power. Power to do what? Power. You think you can walk in love? You ain't going to be able to walk in love without power. You think you can really have joy in this earth we're walking through? You ain't going to have joy, not in some seasons, unless what? You got the power to have joy. You think you're going to have self-control? You're not going to have self-control until the power kisses. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to activate every fruit and every gift he gave you. That's why we can't do it on our own. That's why, man, the Bible says that you were what? By faith through grace were you saved. It was the grace of God. And the grace of God accessed the faith of God. And it's what empowered your life. But guess what? You need power to get up today and face today. You need power for tomorrow. You need the power of God. Well, the power of God was found in the Holy Ghost. And guess what? He's not just the spirit. He's a person. He's a person. Now, here's what you got to get. Now, check this out, okay? You ready for this? you got to figure out the three parts of man real quick to figure this thing out. You are a spirit. Everybody say this out. Say it out loud. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. Now, you got that? Your mind, your will, and your emotions are your soul. Okay? Your body, physical flesh. You got born again, right? Nothing happened with your mind. 
Nothing happened with your will. Nothing happened with your emotions the minute you came into the kingdom. Nothing happened with your body. You didn't grow hair. You didn't get better looking. Come on, nobody lost 10 pounds. Bummer, right? Come on, right? Right? But with something happened in your spirit. And the way I like to explain this, well, where's the Holy Ghost? Where'd he go? He's in me. Well, where is he? Is he in my head? Is he in my mind? Where is he? So, like, you ever see like this? Just picture this. Say you had a balloon, right? And you filled the water in the balloon, and the balloon would be kind of like movable, pliable. Jesus said this in Ezekiel. He said, I took out your old stony heart. I gave you a brand new spirit. The only reason why I gave you a brand new spirit was to put the Holy Ghost in you. You're like the liner, and he's like the water. You're the liner. That's the new you. The new creature in Christ, never been one like you before. The second Corinthians, new creature, brand new being. Brand new, he took out your old heart, put a new one. Everybody's a spirit. Everybody walking on the face of the earth is a spirit being. Bottom line is just where they're going to spend eternity is up to them. You understand this? This is why we got to preach. This is why you get it. This is why you preach the gospel all over the world. This is why you teach people the word of truth, and you try to teach everybody Jesus is the only way to heaven. It's foolishness. Let me tell you, you're going to figure this out real quick. I'm not holding back and pulling no punches. The truth is the truth. I ain't going to lie to people. Been to India six, seven times, went to Africa. Well, I'll go all over the world. We've been a lot of places. It isn't to say that, but here's what it is. There's only one way to heaven. By no other name shall a man be saved, but by the name of Jesus. You don't be arrogant about it. You can't be rude about it, but you got to be truthful about it because it's the only way somebody could find eternal hope. That's why you're important. That's why what you do is important. Because if he doesn't reach the world, the world can't reach him. You understand know what I just said about that? You got to take them into the world. They're already there. They're trying to figure it out. You got to go. You got you to teach. You gotta, see what I'm saying? It's important. You're important. Your relationship with him is so important. But this is what you got to know. So in that, in my spirit is where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's why you got to get born again. Because until you get born again, the Holy Ghost can't come and live in you. Once you get born again, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in your spirit. But nothing happened with your mind, nothing happened with your will, nothing happened with your emotions, nothing happened with your body, nothing happened. Now you got to train yourself in what the word of truth says so you can get the truth over into what? Your mind, your will, and your emotions to pray transformation. This is why people in the church are carnal. They come in, they get saved, and nobody wants to put them in this incubator of growth. Nobody challenges you to grow. Just come in, everybody come in and stay as you are. The gospel's not coming to stay as you are. Gospels come in and train yourself to react and respond the way God wants you to. Amen? Come on, you see what I'm saying? Somebody got to come in here and start teaching you the word. See, because here's the thing. Your conscience is not safe until you teach your spiritual conscience the word of God. If I had my way, the minute you got saved, I want six months with you training you. Explaining to you the truth. Showing you how to respond and react. Six months, you'd be a changed person. Because you want to know why? You, you, they, they wait for feeling to do something. Feeling creates nothing. Time changes nothing. You have to make choices. Decisions are already figured out. Choices are yours. God already figured out the decisions. You make the choices. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So these are the things. These are all rolling in your head. Just get me. I'm going to go slow, but I need you to catch this. Is that here's the thing. I got to renew this mind. 
I got to tell my, I got to tell my mind what to think, tell my emotions how to respond, tell my will how to be conformed and transformed. See, people don't notice. They think your thoughts are not yours. The thoughts you've had in your mind are not yours. Stop taking ownership of thoughts that are not yours. They're not yours. Everything that comes in your head is not you. You know how many voices you got in your head? See, people don't realize this stuff. So they're defeated. Well, why would I think something like that? It's not your thought. Every thought that comes in your mind is not your own. It becomes your own the minute you believe in it and accept it to be truth in your life. Discarded thoughts have no power. Thoughts that are accepted now start becoming reality. Once you speak them, you start what? Planting them in your life. Everything that comes in your mind is not your own. Do you get it? It's true. Want me to stay here? I can, I can do whatever you want. That's why I get around you. So I'm on the platform, I'm a different guy. If I get around you, I'll hear what you're thinking. I'd rather be functional. I don't need to be cute. Those days are over. I need to be effective. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is he good? Do you like him? Come on. You see what I'm saying? Thoughts are not your own. People fight thoughts that are not their own, and now they stay in this place. It starts creating reality. You got to filter it. Is it me? Is it God? And I'm going to be simple. It ain't even you. Ask yourself, is it God or the devil? They come from two places, thoughts. And the only, now, okay, we'll go, okay, I hear you. The only place you want to go is this. Why do I have them then? Because of the fall of man. In the garden with deception, there was also reason. Reason was never meant to be in your life. The only thing God wanted for your life was truth. Once Lucifer rose up with rebellion, the reason was connected to it. Reason was never supposed to be allowed anywhere in your life. It was just supposed to be yes. God wants nothing out of you and me but yes. Usually the third part of reason in your life is connected to deception too. You better you get that on the ride home. <clears throat> so what happens is you got to realize something. How did thought get in? Original thought? What are you kidding me? Nobody's had an original thought a day in their life. It's either coming from God or the devil. Just people are really sensitized to hear better than others in arenas. Does that make sense? Somebody thought that thought you had. You see what I'm saying? So don't, don't, so don't think, this is why I said, how do you know that? Don't think this strange, fiery trial that you go through. Everybody's getting, 1 Corinthians 10 says what? Cast down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God, knowing what? That these thoughts are coming to everybody. Your brethren are being challenged the same way. I got the same thoughts you got. You got the same thoughts I got. Bottom line is this, I just got better at governing mine maybe than the guy next to me and you too. Because I knew where they were coming from. See, the devil wants you to, look, okay, so you say, I don't know a lot of Bible. You don't need to know a lot of Bible. Ask yourself this question. Write this down. If the thought you have is not connected to love, forget about it. It's not God. You like that? Use your love filter. Woo, come on, baby. What's love got to do with it? Come on, man. Get your team to turn around. Let's go. You guys are slow for 4th of July. You better catch up before those sparks go up in the air. Come on, man. Love. What does love say about it? Love isn't going to speak evil about you. So if an evil thought comes in your head, 
and it's not connected to love, don't hold it. Get rid of it. Come on, man, I'm preaching way better than all you amen and me in this place. Y'all visiting like, oh, I don't know. I told you, what time is the picnic? Come on, man. This is the picnic now. Let's get this over with. I'm trying to help you from going to counseling, man. Come on. Nothing wrong with counseling. You know what I'm saying? God bless counseling. I went. I wanted to see what it was like. I went. I was like, this is cool. Because usually they come to me. Now I wanted to just see what it was like. I was like, bro, man, you must, you know, praise God. You know, hey. No, I'm just telling you. These are where thoughts come from. People don't know this stuff, though. Why would I think that? It ain't your thought. Don't pick it up. Don't put no faith in it. You seeing this? So we got to go back. We're kind of on this part. You're like, this is cool, right? We're kind of stuck here for a minute. It's all right. It's okay. This is why we're not scripted around here. This is the Holy Ghost. This is why if I had notes, I'd probably miss what you need. So you load up. You come ready. You come prepared. And then you just let the answers be given to the needs of the people. So Jesus stood in parables. He's feeling the atmosphere and fixing what needs to be fixed because I need you to have a better tomorrow and not have cool notes. I'm prepared. I'm massively prepared. That's not what I'm saying. But let's talk about what you want to know. Right. See what I'm saying? So that ain't your thought, so don't take it. So, you know, it's like this. It's like this. It's like a, a seed. Let's say we took, remember I told you this? Okay, a thought is like this. Take a can. The can will be your mind, Okay. And put the seed in the can, okay, would be the thought. So your can is your head. And we shake that. You'd hear it. Okay, so we go, what are we going to do with that seed? So you're saying, now if we throw it away, nothing happens to it. But what would happen if I had a corn seed and I put it in there and I shook it and kept it there for six months? Nothing. But the minute I take it and put it in the ground, it's going to grow. See, the enemy wants it to come out of your mouth because he knows that's your planner. He wants you to say it. Give life to it. Don't say it. Let it bounce around in your head. Don't say it. And if you do anything about speaking of it, cast it down. I cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into obedience every thought against the knowledge of Christ. That means you got to what? I got to hold. I have to hold truth high and I have to discipline disobedience that tries to come into my mind. Did you see it? Because if you don't discipline, it'll keep coming. Yeah. It'll keep coming. But if you don't discipline, it'll just keep coming. But the minute you start disciplining with the words, I, I, I resist it, you rebuke it, you refuse it, you reject it, you don't allow it in your head. It's not who you are. It's not who I am. The past just tries to talk to you about lies. This is who you are. Labels you. Tries to label you. Tries to label you. You're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. No, no, no. Live. Don't live in memory. You got to get out of memory. Memory's a waste of time. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Where's he come from? What's wrong with this dude? My memory's a waste of time. Every second of it. Because it traps you to a time that was. I need you in your imagination so we can take you to the new place you're going. I'm spinning you. Come on. I'm spinning you forward. I want you in that place because that's where creativity flows. That's where you go to another level. But we got to get this, okay? So you got that, right? So stay in that place. I'm imagining new things. I'm dreaming new things. I'm believing new things. I'm expecting new things. I like this newness. Why? Because all you're going to find with memory is regret. Most of it. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, you know, you could go back with the kids, and that's cute, and you could do all that little stuff like that. You know, oh, we went to Disney. You remember the ears on your head? That's cute. That stuff's good. That's all clean. I'm good with that. But most of the time, the enemy never shows you pictures of that stuff. He tries taking you back to the photo book of mistakes and play the DVD to you of what you messed up. Nah, don't go there. Regret's there. Get out of there. Say, hey, you know what? I'm a brand new creature. I'm putting regret in its place, and I'm just getting ready to push forward. I'm a brand new creature in Christ. Look, you could have done some stupid stuff, and yes, I said stupid. Please understand me. I'm being respectful. You could have done some dumb stuff as a new creature in Christ, but guess what? He don't stop washing you brand new each and every day. Brand new mercies waiting for you in the morning. Come on, somebody. I'm not who I was two minutes ago. I'm a brand new me right now. I'm ready to take on life at another level. Come on, somebody. Don't live in the pain of the past, but let's just live in the promises of the future. Come on. You got to pick it up, man. Get that bounce in your step. Get a glide in your stride. Let's go. You know who you were, ready? So look at this. So now let me show you this. This is important. So now who in the world is the Holy Ghost? You know what I mean? Because you got to know who the Holy Ghost is, and this is what the church doesn't, sometimes doesn't realize, and that's why I want to help you because I don't, I don't want you to misinterpret this relationship because it'll mess you up, okay? So write this down. Just first thing, just write it down if you're a note taker. The Holy Spirit has the same position as God and Jesus. Just write it down. Now, I'm going to prove it to you, though. Say, I'm not going to come here. Oh, you should just believe it because I said so. No, nah, that ain't going to work. Let's believe it because the Bible says so, okay? So you read it. You see if I'm telling truth, which I am. And then you just go, okay, now i got to make a choice. Is that okay? So the Holy Spirit has the same position as God, Jesus, same authority, same power, same glory. Got it? Now look over here. Matthew 28, 18. I'll give you two places to look, okay? You doing all right? Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying what? All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Did you got it? So did you get that? Just leave it up there. Let me see the other part. All power. Just go back. Thank you. And Jesus came and spake and said, all power is given to me where? Heaven and in earth. Go, okay, we're cool. Look at verse 19. I like this because it's funny, right? He goes, all power, heaven and earth. Go ye therefore, teach all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So he, he's down, right? He said, baptize them in the Father, baptize them in the Son, baptize them in the Holy Ghost. All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Great. I'm down with it. I like what you said, Jesus. We like the way you're going. Now, I want you to look at the book of Acts, chapter 5. Okay, five and three. Just go there. I'm going to show you this because everybody says, well, you know, they're all three. They're all right. Okay. Now, this is, everybody say, Peter. Everybody say, Peter. Peter. This is Peter speaking now. So, Peter, don't go getting all in the text. I'm trying to bring out a point, pull this point out of the text because Peter gets very uh, demonstrative in this thing towards Ananias and, and says this. He says, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart? That you lied to the Holy Ghost, and they held back. They made it. They made a. They made it. They made a sale. They held back some of the wealth of the sale, and then God's like, God tuned them up. He goes, Look, man, it's your money. You do what you want to do with it, but don't lie to God and say you didn't get this and you got it and now you didn't do right. You know what I'm saying? Don't get in all that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to get you to see something. Peter said about the transaction. Hey, look at why did you lie to the Holy Ghost? Everybody see it? Look up on the board, just catch it. Peter said in eyes, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and keep back part of the parson land? Okay, everybody say it? So Peter just said, why did you lie to who? The Holy Ghost. So look what it says in the next verse. 
Verse 4. Keep going. While it remains, was it not thy own? He's saying it was yours. I don't care what you did with it. But after it was sold, it was out of your power. Why hast thou conceived this thing in thy heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but you lied unto God. He just said the Holy Ghost is God, and God is the Holy Ghost. You see it? So if Peter the apostle is saying, hey, God's got the same stature, and the Holy, he used it interchangeably. He called them one and the same. So if the apostle Peter said they're one and the same, it's good for me to say they're one and the same. Not that you had a question about this, but just in case you did, answer to question number one, equal. The Holy Ghost is just as much God as God is the Holy Ghost. Jesus is just as much God as he is the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is just as much God and Jesus as he is himself God in the earth. Now, this is what I'm saying, and he lives inside of you. So when we say your body's the temple of God, it's because the Holy Ghost lives inside your body. Now, I know what you're saying, man, this is a little weird. Where does he live? He lives in your spirit. See, this is where you got to go soft. I love this. One day the Lord said this to me. He goes, I came in right. He said this is so good. You got to catch this. Everybody look at me. This is going to help you. He said this to me. I was in my quiet time, you know. He said, I came in like a mighty Russian wind. But I'm speaking to you in a still small voice. I never thought of that in my life. That's what he tells you about. See, that's what he, that's this cool stuff, right? You could just be chilling, you know, you know, just hanging. You just have a thought in your head. I said, what do you say? Because you know you ain't that smart to think that stuff up. You know, you're like, I failed that test. He said this, he says, he said, I came like a mighty Russian wind. That's how he came in the earth. Like a mighty rushing wind. But he said, I'm speaking to you in a still small voice. Now, he's still a mighty rushing wind. Sometimes he speaks in a still, small voice. That means it's relationship. He's not always the same. But here's what I want you to know. You might have to get quiet on the inside to be led by him on the outside. That's all. It's relationship. Come on, Ray. It's all relationship with him. And let me tell you, there ain't nothing wrong. There ain't nothing wrong with your relationship with God neither. You might be in there saying, I don't got the Holy Ghost. I don't care if you got the Holy Ghost or not. You got God. He's in there. See, this is what everybody gets caught up on. You got the tongues? Chill out, man. Do you hear my voice? My voice is not me. I am me, and I have a voice. He's a person. The tongues are the voice of the person. Why don't you get to get together with the person, and then we'll get to the tongues later? I'll go slow. I am not my voice. I am a person that has a voice. Everybody want to know, well, you got the tongue. But you care, do you know the person, or do you just know the tongues? Relax, man. We'll get you the tongues. Chill out. But do you know the person? We're friends. You call me up, you need something. I'm going to be there. You call me up, I'm going to be there. We're friends. I'm going to be there for you. I'm a person, man. You're a person. You know him? Get to know him. He's the most precious relationship you'll have in your life. He's everything. He's everything, man. Because nobody knows you like him. It ain't weird. 
It ain't scary. Nobody cares about you more than him. He's God, man. He's God living in you. Because he loves you, man. He loves you for who you are. He doesn't love you for what you do. He came to live in you. Nobody cares about you more than him. And all he wants is just you to spend some time with him. That's it. And half the time you spend time with him, he's helping you anyway. In the church, we're busy. You know what I told him in the morning service? I got on him a little bit. I said, look, don't give me this. You ain't got no time stuff. Make time. Make time to go listen to these sermons on Wednesday. Get the app. Do what you got to do. Train yourself. Make yourself. Get this word. Honest. God loves you, man. He don't want nothing from you. You can just hang out with him. But don't miss the moment. He's God. He's in you. I'm going to show you some stuff, right? You know, I'm going to show you all these scriptures all month long. We got like 10 more minutes. I don't want to go. I didn't want to go all big and get you all like overwhelmed with this. Just start this thing going. He cares about you. Look at this, right? We must realize he's a person. Write that down. Number two, you got to realize he's a person with a personality. He's a person. Look, you want to see Romans? Let me just dip, dip real quick. Go to Romans 8.14. Go to Romans 8.14, okay? I know what it says, but I want them to see it. Romans 8.14, Romans 8.14, Romans 8.16, Romans 8, Proverbs 20.27, 20, okay? Those are gonna be your scriptures, write them down. Proverbs 20.27 20, says this, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching out all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching out all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man, the spirit of man, the spirit of man. We're gonna go see it. Go to Romans 8.14, pop that up. You doing good? Come on, you doing good? Get it. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we're supposed to be led by the Spirit. How are you going to be led by somebody we ain't checking in with? Come on, baby. Come on. Hey, I'm led. I'm led by God. You led by God? When's the last time you asked him where you're going? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I love you. Isn't this fun? Church is so much fun. Look, I'm not here to, I'm not, look, don't ever think I'm doing this to be like a smart. I'm not trying to be like tough on you. Let's just be real. We're a family guy. Look, you think I pay attention to God all the time? You're crazy. Ask my wife. She'll tell you straight up. Some days he just ain't following. <laughs> That's what she says. Go play golf. No, right? Come on. You know what I'm saying? We got to get better at this. We're, we're getting better. It's not good. Guys, lose this Christianity. Good Christian, bad Christian. Good Christian, bad Christian. I'm a growing Christian. Now, don't give me this, I'm a sinner saved by grace forever. No, man, you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're perfect in your spirit. You're getting better at hearing. I don't always get everything right. I'm doing a lot better than I was. I'm not what I used to be. Thank the Lord. Come on, we're growing. It's fun. It should be fun. The relationship with God should be fun. You ever just have fun with God? Like some days I'm like, hey, God. He's like, hey, you need to pray. I'm like, hey, I don't feel like doing that right now. Hey, you need it more than you think. Hey, I know what your day looks like. Hey, I know the church you're pastoring. You're going to need me. Come on. Hey, come on. All right, you know what I'm saying? Come on, he knows what tomorrow holds. Come on, just get, a, get, in a, get in on it. Come on. Guys, he's not trying to, but here's the thing, you got to remember, your body doesn't really want to go for the ride, and your mind, will, and emotions don't want to give up ground. So I'm going to tell you what. You ever hear that? Let me show you a couple places, okay? So I can get you really good. 
You remember when in Romans 7, Paul starts talking about that battle, the things I want to do, I don't do, the things I don't want to do, I do. He's not talking about saved man in the place of power. He's talking about unregenerated man not knowing how to make it. Romans 8, he shows up and says, there's there for there for no, there is there for now no condemnation in Christ Jesus to those who follow after the spirit of God. So he's trying to say, don't be condemned. Even though you don't, can't do what you want to do. But I got news for you. You guys have the power to do what you want to do. That's grace. Okay, I'm losing you for a little bit. Let me show you. Okay. No, it's okay. Grace is the power to transform your life. That's what it is. Grace is the ability for me to do the things I could not do by myself. God gives you grace freely in the new birth. You got that? Is that okay? You understand what I mean by that? He gives you the ability, the ability to do it. That's what grace does. It's the power to live a life I could not live by myself. You okay with that? That's what grace is. You get that in the new birth when you get born again. Because redemption gave me everything. You understand what I mean? I've been redeemed from the curse of law. I've been redeemed from all of it. I've been redeemed from sick. I've been redeemed from poverty. I've been redeemed from the shame. I've been redeemed from all of it. Redemption gave me all the benefits of heaven. Grace gave me access to it. Faith is the way I do it. You get it? I believe I touch grace. Grace taps into righteous redemption, and everything is in that package is mine, and all I have to do is believe. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to beg for it. I just got to believe. Does that make sense? Why am I saying that? Because you got to understand something. The Holy Spirit is the divine grace. Here's a scripture I'm going to give you. Later on, he calls himself the divine grace. The power of the Holy Spirit is the grace of God. I'm going to exp- you understand that? That's why when the Holy Spirit came in, you got grace to do things you couldn't do by yourself, but you got to yield to him to get it to work because God resists the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble. What does it mean to humble? It means, hey, just step back from your own opinion. Withdraw from your own idea. Surrender to the word of God. Did you get that? That's all it is. You cool with that? Everybody get that? So you see what humility is? Humility is not you're some kind of worm on the ground. Humility is this. I yield, I withdraw, and I surrender to my own ideas, my own ways of doing it, and I take God's ways. Is that cool? So you see it? That's what grace is. Kicks in like, hey, what do I want to do it my way? Do it God's way. Let the grace of God empower me for victory. Did you pull that in? Okay, let me wrap this up, right? So it says, if you're led by the Spirit of God, right? Okay, look at Romans 8, 16. They don't even interpret it right in the Bible, really, to a degree. He says, because he calls them an it. How'd you like to be called it? <laughs> How would all you ladies like to be called, hey, here's my it? <laughs> no, you ladies be slapping that dude. Come on, right? He's not an it. He's a person. Right? So what do we say? Well, the spirit itself. No, the spirit himself. That's why we, we get first person in this thing. You know, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we're the sons of God. So where does he say the Holy Spirit's going to bear witness? In your spirit. So your spirit has to get conscious of God's spirit in your spirit to help you navigate life. That's fancy just to say this. You can't let this thing lead you. And you can't let this thing lead you. Flesh, crazy. Because this is what I was saying to Romans 7. There's a battle. See, this is what the church needs to teach you. There's a war each and every day for you. 
mindsets, addictions, all that stuff. Come on, man. That's why we're going to, it's going to show up. It's going to show up every day. You just don't, you separate yourself from what? Be it being connected to you because it's not who you are. You understand it? So it's going to speak a lot. No, it's a battle. Everybody got a battle every day. It wakes up and says, this is who you are. This is what you need to do. You rise up with your uh, strong. Proverbs 18. A strong man's spirit can sustain him through bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit who can bear. I'm going to say it again. A strong man's spirit can sustain him through bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit who can bear. Once you build your spirit strong, <sighs> slap the devil in the face. Bro, I ain't playing. I got with Brother Norval that one time. Oh, he goes, it's a flaky thing, you. I said, oh, they're in trouble. You're flicky, flicky. I said, here it comes. Because he was being strong with it. He's like, you got to be strong in the power of God. That's what all the greats pack in heat. They pack weight. Look, I'm in the, you want me to tell you stories? Can I tell stories? I was with Ken Hagen, winter Bible seminar. You could feel the weight of him being in the room. 6,000 people, you could feel the weight of a man. I was in a meeting when I said this. Listen to this. Mara Cirillo, Dr. Cirillo was there, and Oral Roberts was there, and Lester Summerall was there, and brother, Le they leaned over, and Mara Cirillo leans over and goes, this is a true story, leans over and goes, where's Oral? We're waiting for Oral to come. Lester Summerall was there, Oral Roberts was there, and Mara Cirillo, Dr. Cirillo leans over and goes, he's in the building. I could feel his spirit. I said, what'd you say to that? He said, dude, he goes, I looked up and opened my eyes, and I kid you not, he was standing on the platform. See, I, there's orators, communicators, and then there's weight. You want weight. Spiritual weight. That when you say something, <sighs> heaven and earth moves. You guys got weight. You can't sit in this atmosphere and not get it. I won't allow you not to. That's why compromising people don't like it. They like status quo Christianity. I'm never going to say anything offensive. That's not my job. Weight is going to get on you. It'll come on you like, because you're spirit beings. You understand this stuff. You didn't come to just be communicated to. You're like Peter looking out in the water saying, I want to come. Here, biddest thou come. Come on. Come on. Because I'm staying ahead of you. You ain't outgrown me. I won't let you. Because I'm going to stay out there. Not rude. Because you, you can only go as far as a pulpit. Always in your life, you, always go as, you can only go as far as a pulpit. Because God never wants the student to outreach the teacher. The only thing he wants from the student is gratitude. I'm telling you, man, this is how this thing, it's all kingdom principles. And then people think, what do you, just look at the Bible. The principles reveal themselves. But this is what I want you to say. So let's get on this Holy Spirit stuff, because that's bunny trails. You ready for this? He said, the spirit, he wants to speak to you in your spirit. So check this out. You ready for this? I'm going to let you go because we're going to go. What are you doing when you spend time with the Holy Ghost? Praying in the spirit for that. You charge in your battery. That's what you got to get. So check this out, right? You ever go to get the drill to do a house project or you go get the thing and you didn't, you know, and you go to church and you're like, you're like, oh my God. Unless you're Jerry. Because you know he's got eight batteries on backup because he's the man. You know, you got no other battery source to go and you're mad because my guy, I got no thing, and you want to buy a car. So here's the say, oh, I'm gonna help. I don't understand what he's talking about. Hey, little cute little Christian you, you know that little phone you got strapped to you? 
What do you do with that little phone every night before your little pretty head goes to bed? Is my phone charged? Because if my phone's not charged, tomorrow the people that, now watch, some of you got work and loved ones and, and it's responsibility, but it's going to be never a night you go to bed not making sure that little device is plugged in. I want you to remember this, never forget my face. You won't. When you go to plug that little phone in at night, ask yourself the question because you're going to see my face. Have you charged yourself up for today? Have you charged yourself up for tomorrow? You cute little Christian, little pluggy pluggy with the little circle thing. And now some of you don't even have a plug. I just, mine just does it on its own. I just touch it on top. He's got one. He just places it on top. And he goes, oh, my little cell phone. Because if I don't have my cell phone, oh, I'm not going to be able to play my favorite games, my candy crush game and my new game. And I can't text. I can't play words with friends. And I can't do my crossword. And I can't, oh, my Bible app. I don't know whatever it is. But here's my name. You make sure Come no matter what, my God, if we have a storm, the first thing you think of, I can't plug my phone. I got to get a generator. I got to get a generator. I got to buy a generator. You buy a $5,000 generator to keep your phone plugged in. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody else's phone's working, but yours is going to be plugged in so you can do your day. Are you charging yourself up each and every day like that little phone you got in your hand? That's all I'm asking. Are you going to take time? Look, you want to know what's crazy? This thing has an adapter. You see that? I can plug a phone in this thing. We're crazy. We're plugging everything in. Are you plugging yourself in to the power source of God each and every day? Or are you living life on a half-dead battery? Are you living life? You face it tomorrow with red bars? Not enough juice to make it through the day? Are you going to face tomorrow with, you know, oh, my God, it's flashing. It's almost out of juice. We've been out of juice for too long. It's time we press in and we charge up. And I'm going to help you charge up. And whatever you got questions about, I'll help you. Because I'm going to tell you why. It's going to take a strong spirit to make it through life. But God didn't leave us here without enough. He's more than enough. And he's got more power and ability and anointing and stuff to help you make it. And when you don't, and want to know the cool part about this one? If you ain't got a charger, you can use mine. Come on, somebody. We'll plug in together. We'll connect. Come on. We'll get close. The next thing you know, your bars will be what? They'll be going blink, 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 blink. Why? Because we got to get strong in the Lord and the power of his might to face what tomorrow is coming. But guess what? You got to plug in. Next time you take that phone and you go put it on a charger, ask yourself the question, did I charge myself for today? Come on, stand up on your feet. You did great. But you got to know what? Today I really felt we're going to make this brand new thing. This is my prayer for you today. It's been here all day. I want to ask you guys a question, and I really do. I've been feeling this. Can you be, can we be transparent with God? You don't have to say nothing to nobody. But if you felt like maybe I disconnected this season with the Holy Spirit for a little bit because I didn't know, or whatever. Maybe you knew, and who knows, who cares? If you took this season where you say, hey, I got away a little bit. You know, God never leaves you. We kind of wander away from God. But you know what I used to like? Remember when you used to take the kids? Now, if you don't have kids, you got nieces. Man, when the kids were little, they used to try to wander, you know, like at the grocery store. You ever see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm too, I'm, trust me, I forget it. I'm the guy you want to give your kids to to go anywhere. Because I'm like, I'm like a hawk in the sky. Like, I look at everything. Like, no, I don't. And I'll tell people, too, like, 
<laughs> I'm watching everything, bro. So I remember, like, where are they going? They'd wander off, you know? And you're, like, looking through the cereal aisle, like, I see your head. You ain't getting too far away from me. I can't. Because they think they're getting big, you know? They think they can handle life. They, you know what I mean? They ain't teenagers. They're little, then the teenage, you know, you got them, they're 50 years old. They're still, they're still navigating life. But, you know, you kind of do that little, like, you know, little Johnny's, like, roaming around. You know what I'm saying? Brian, you know what I'm saying. You got that one eye over here. You're like, you don't think I see you, but I see the guy over there with the white shirt because I'm looking at But they don't know, and you're watching them. And that's what God kind of does with us. He's like, oh, you got it? You're big now? You could can, you can do life on your own? Go ahead. But he ain't going too far. You're the one going, okay, I got it. And he's just like, okay. Okay, I'm watching. You know, the grandkids, you know how they do. We got it, Grammy. And they, yeah, they got it. Yeah, you got three eyes on the grandkids. You know, five eyes in the back of the head and the two on the side. But you ain't getting that far away from me. I'm watching you. And that's what we do with God. We got it. We can navigate. I know what I'm doing. I know how to make money. I'm a big, I'm a ball. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We know. I don't want our God, you know. God's at the crutch for the people. No, 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 no. Come on. And he's like, watch. He's like, okay, keep going. Keep going. How's it going? Keep going. I got my eye on you, though. And just when it looks like you might not find your way back, he'll make sure you hear his voice. Today, he's speaking to people. And you know what he's saying? You're getting too far out. Come back. You're getting too far out. Come back. I don't want nothing from you. It's about what I want to give to you. Don't do this in your own strength. No, but Jesus Christ couldn't do it in his own strength. What would make me and you think we could do it in ours? Just come back. Just come back. Come on in, man. Just say, I'm ready to start this thing brand new. Brand new, fresh. Fresh again. You know what? I'm coming back home fresh. I'm starting it. You know, it's a journey I've never been on, man. Don't worry about it. We never, all of us had to do it, man. Just come on. It might be new. If it's new, we'll help you. If it's brand new, maybe you're coming back. Who knows? Who cares? Life's too short to waste another minute. That I know. You can't waste another minute. It ain't worth it. Because he's, he's the only one that doesn't want anything from you. <laughs> he wants nothing. But the one thing is he want, he wants like surrender. Who paid the price for you anyway that you can't surrender? Church has been taught wrong. Oh, are you, you were bought with a price. Your body's not your own. You don't belong to yourself. You belong to heaven. You got a responsibility to fulfill your calling because we need you. We need you. You're big. Say, but what I don't know what I'm, it's big. If it's God, it's big. One person, million people, three people, three. I don't know. I, it's not my job to know. All I know is I'm gonna help you get there. And we're gonna get there. But you gotta do this. When you pray, you gotta be serious. See, God's in there. He knows your heart. That's why you can't lie to God. You can lie to people all day long, like, oh no, he knows this. And he searches in there. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of men the thing that God is what? Predetermined for them. But he searches it. You know what the best thing with God is? God's asked me to do stuff. He said, you do it? I said, I ain't doing it. Come back in four days. I'll let you know. He knows me, man. Don't try. Just be real. I don't know. I'll give it a shot. He likes that kind of talk. I'll try it out. He loves it. But don't miss this moment to connect to him. I can help you, but I can't, I can't make you. But there's something in here that I'm telling you, this place... I've been doing this for a while, man. We are at a crossroad. We've been here for about a month where this thing's going like this, and I'm telling you we're going with God. And a lot of you, there's no mistake you being here. 
I've, I talk, do you guys know, the people that know me know what I'm talking about. We're going up. You can just feel it. There's an anticipation on the inside. Like, I'm going to go over, and once we go over, we ain't coming back. Now, it's spirit life, man. There's no natural life to this thing. It's spirit life. But I want, I want, what do I, I want you to come with me. Let's go. Let's go. Greatest journey you've ever been on in your life. Because it's with him. He'll come in the room like he is now. Just close your eyes, lift your hands to heaven. Just surrender, that's all you gotta do. Jesus. Just take this time right now. Just take this time right now and ask yourself. If you gotta reconnect, reconnect. This is the beginning, this is between you and God. Don't worry about the person next to you. Don't worry about the person next to you. Just, this is it, God, I'm ready. This is it, God, I want to know you. This is it. This ain't about just church. This is beyond church. It's about your relationship. I'm ready, God. I'm coming back. I'm starting it again. I'm doing it now. This is my season. I don't want to miss you. Out of your mouth. I'm, I'm, it's a fresh start. It's a new beginning. It's a brand new day. I don't know. Tell them whatever you got to do. I'm starting this journey. I'm going deeper. I'm ready for this season. I'm ready for life. I'm ready for you to touch. I'm ready for change. I'm ready for change. I don't know whatever you're ready for, but you got to tell God out of your mouth because it's your prayer. I'm ready to surrender. I'm ready to go after. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to have. He's touching you now on the inside. I'm ready to dream again. I'm ready to believe again. I'm ready to expect again. I'm ready to press out of the past and press into the future. I'm ready. Watch him come. Watch him come. Come on, just surrender. Watch him come in here like a breeze. He's going to come in here like a wave. Instead of coming here like a wave. Some of you, it's going to be overwhelming. It's okay. He's coming like a breeze, like the wind of heaven. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's like a wave of heaven. Here it comes. Watch. If they fall, let them fall in a chair. Boom. If they fall, let them fall in a chair. Boom. If they fall, let them fall. Yeah, fall. Boom. If you can't contain it, sit in it. There it is right there. Boom. There it is right there. Ed, you can't even pick her up. Just boom. Heather, here it comes. Boom. Some of you, I know your name. Hey, do me a favor. Sean, come over there and stand right here by, yeah, Chris, by, uh, yeah. Is that right there? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Just let, yeah, let's just surrender. This ain't my business. This is between you and God. This ain't my business. This is between you and God. It's saying my business is between you and God. None of my business. None of my business. It's none of my business. Jody, it's none of my business. Bam. Sean, you better get her. Jody, bam. So it's none of my business. Bam. It's none of my business. Bam. It's none of my business. Boom. It's none of my business. Boom. Watch the Holy Ghost. Watch the Holy Ghost. Watch the Holy Ghost. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. Your place of surrender ain't my business. I don't want to know. It's not my business. It's between you and him. It's a brand new season. Get ready, Greg. Some of you, I know you. Some of you, I know you because I know you. Because I know you. It's a brand new season, brand new day. Brand new season, brand new day. This is between you. When you go to a place, you can't contain God. He'll get on you so strong. It's one step, one commitment away. That's all he wants. Boom. Wants to come like a breeze. See, I, I know him. I know him. He looks for a way in. That's all he looks for. Jesus. Gee, yeah, there he goes. Watch oh, my mom. Bam. Some of you, I can see it on you. It falls on you. Look, it's on. It's on. Now. 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 
Now. Now. You you get him. He's it's okay. Get him. Yeah, Mr. Williams, come here for a minute, just real quick. You got Bob? Bam. Yeah, stay with my mom for a minute. Go right, Sean. Go right here. Pow! Watch this thing. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Just take all of it. Don't let her fall. Yeah, you want to cry? Cry. It's okay. Whatever God does, let him do. Yeah, just keep playing. You're, you unlock my gift better than anybody. Okay, you guys are doing great. Bam. Watch it. Watch it. Yep, 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 yep. You could see it. You could feel it. You could see it. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. You got him? <laughs> Power. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I just want to run around. If it fall, don't worry about it. If it falls on you, falls on you. We, ain't, we don't fabricate. We don't duplicate. But we sure ain't going to hesitate. It's a brand new day. Brand new day. Jesus. Come on. Just sit in that presence of God for a minute. It's okay. I'm telling you, stay in your prayerful position. This something's getting ready. Spiritual, spiritually, umbre an la bas de kila frapanga la mende, ende lili la masaka la manda la mama pa 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 kala. This is going to a brand new level. We're going to a brand new level. It's a brand new level. It's a brand new place in the spirit. It's a brand new level. It's a brand new place in the spirit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, no, it's for such a time as this. The time is now. It's now. It's now. It's now. It's now. I'm telling you, it's now. It's now. It's going to take one step of commitment. That's what I hear. One step of commitment. One step of dedication, one step. You take one step, one step, one step, one step, and watch him. Watch him do in your life, which you could not even imagine he could do. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One step. One step. One step. One step. Yes. 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 One step. One step. One step. One decision. One step and one decision. One decision. One decision. One decision. Changing your life forever. Thank you, Lord. 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 Just lift your hands to heaven as best you can. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit leading us. We thank you for the Holy Spirit guiding us. We thank you, Lord, that we're never going to be the same again because of the presence of God. And I don't want you leaving this place. This is your this is your moment with God. This is your place of surrender right now. And he ain't taking nothing from you. Just go all in. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that's the word. Surrender your life. If you're in here today, you ain't saved, get saved. Just say, Jesus, come in. That's all you got to do. He understands. It's not the words. It's the heart. You ain't saved. Just say, come in. You don't know if you're going to heaven right now. Say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. Just tell him, be Lord of my life. I need you to be Lord of my life. You don't know for sure. You're not guaranteed you're going to heaven. Say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. I need you to be Lord of my life. Come on in. You're Lord of my life. Come in. You're Lord of my life. Come in. You're Lord of my life. And then get ready. Because I promise you this. There's a wave of glory coming in this place. <laughs> you better get ready. It's going to be a river, man. You think it's deep. It didn't even start flowing yet. It's going to be like a river. But you can trust me because I'm not leading you no place I ain't willing to go myself. We're going to go in the river. We ain't coming out. The place in God. Lost in God. But don't worry about the things you want. I can hear the prayers of your mind. The, the things you want to see. The things you want to see. And the people you love the most, you're going to see it. The things you want to see. In your spouse, you're going to see it. The things you want to see. This atmosphere, this atmosphere. See, here's the thing. You could go to church. You go to church forever, and the atmosphere doesn't really change you. You're going to go in a place now where the atmosphere just changes you. It's tangible. This place is tangible. It always has been. But it's going to become more intense when you walk in. You're going to feel it. It's going to be like a blanket, like a cloud falling on you because he's ready for you. He's ready. This is your time. It's your season. It's your time for such a time as this. It's your time for such a time as this. You've been training all your life for this moment in time. You've been preparing all your life for this moment in time. You thought you were, the, it's this moment in time. It's your moment in time. And God heard your prayer. God heard your prayer. God heard your prayers years ago. You said, God, what can you do? God, how are you going to do it? God, what are you going to do? And I want you to know, today's the day of delivery. Today's the day of delivery. Today's the day of delivery. Today's the day. He heard your prayer from years ago and he said, today's the day. You're seeing fulfillment of what you prayed. You couldn't see it. You didn't know how. You didn't know when. But I did it right now. And I didn't just do it hidden. I did it right before your eyes. I'm doing it right before your eyes. You can see it. It's sitting next to you. It's behind you. It's in front of you. It's in back of you. But it's here today. Why? Because I didn't forget my promise. I didn't forget my promise. And I'm never going to forget them. You got to trust them where you can't trace them. Just trust them. Trust him. He's got you. Now I'm leaving you with this. Nobody loves you more than him, man.
He knows the thoughts in your heads. He knows the pain in your heart. He knows it all. Him. Look, if he ain't here, I, I, wouldn't, eat, I wouldn't do this if he, did, if he wasn't. I'm telling you. It's all about him. It's him. Your journey's all about him. Your road's all about him. Everything's just all about him. It's about Jesus. Father, I thank you for these guys. I thank you, Lord, that only you can do what you're getting ready to do. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I know, Father, this is just the, this is just the, just the beginning of where this journey's going to take them. Father, I thank you. May we never misinterpret you to anyone a day in our life. Because if we're the only example of God they get to see, let us be the best example. Because we represent you. Father, thank you. Help us in our weaknesses and strengthen us. But thank you for the ability to do what it is we do because you live in us. Bless each and every person here and the families they represent. I thank you, Father, for what you're doing in their life. Thank you, Lord, for guiding them and keeping them and helping them see every dream and plan you've given them come to pass. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and everybody said amen. Come on, put your hands together. The Holy Ghost is good, ain't he? Hey, don't forget. Now listen, all month long, Wednesday, I'm teaching about it online, so go online or get the thing, listen to it. Just keep going in. It's going to be a great season. Spend some time with the Spirit of God. I bless the food in Jesus' mighty name. We're going to go have a good time today. Coach, if you're going to change, change. If you're going to stay the way you are, stay the way you are. If you didn't plan on staying, you could stay. We're going to have a great time. We love you guys. Happy 4th of July. Be good out there, but hang out with us, all right? God bless you guys. We love you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.